It's all about choice. If you want to stress less, stop talking about it. There's no hero's badge. You think it's going to get easier? It's going to get harder. And that's what's so exciting. I like challenge. We're talking about good challenge. Every challenge you're taking on as a student is a good challenge. The debt you take on is good debt. Nobody died. You chose. You actually paid for the pain of your education, and now you're complaining about it? You know what I say to the people in my class, including myself? That's a princess problem. <laughs> that was this podcast's guest, Dr. Andrea DiNardo, speaking at the Conestoga Students Incorporated Leadership Conference. I am Adam Roshan, and this is the Respecting the Process podcast brought to you by the SidFit Health Center. Whether it's yoga, boxing, Muay Thai, weightlifting, nutrition, weight loss, or whatever it is you need to accomplish health-wise, I bet they can help. It's worth checking out, and you can visit them at sidfit.ca, that's S-Y-D-Fit.ca, to see what I'm talking about and to begin your personal fitness journey. And talk about getting personal, today's guest on the podcast is a psychologist. But Dr. Andrea DiNardo didn't sit down with me for a conversation that was just a therapy session. She is also a public speaker who approaches psychology on a very inspiring and positive level. Her messages include the method of coping with stress and embracing motivation to better each moment of our lives. If that sounds familiar, it's because Dr. DiNardo truly embraces the concept of respecting the process, which made this a very special episode for me. I am very pleased to introduce Dr. Andrea DiNardo on this emotionally intelligent episode of the Respecting the Process podcast. Respecting the process, baby. Transformational change. How did that happen? Like, how did you come across that concept? Well, great question. As a psychologist, people come to me for two reasons. Mm -hmm. To make a change or to adjust to a change. You mentioned today, like, the challenges and the excitement of new experiences. How that can be difficult for some people. How should the average person go about making a positive change in their life? Timing has a lot to do with it. Anticipating a change and matching it up with a season or a new school year or a move. Essentially, what makes it difficult to stick with a change is an old pattern in our head that reminds us of who we were, not who we want to become. So this is why I call today's presentation transformational change, because change happens to everybody we grow old. Transition is predictable. You graduate. Transformation is what's within our own power. Transformation is a choice. So one of the best ways to make the choice for positive change is start by setting a strong foundation. And one way of doing that, as I just said, was to start with looking at the timing of a change because you're creating a whole new vision for yourself Exactly. But it's not always easy. Never easy. Can you tell me a little about the process of those beginning stages of making a change and bettering yourself? I'd say there are four parts to it. One is change motivation. You have to ask yourself, why do you want to make a change? So we'll talk about one type of change here, which is change by choice. So you want to make a change and you want to start being more positive in your life. So one way of doing that is deciding why do you want to be more positive because you want to have more energy. Mm. 
So one way to set the foundation, the choice side of it, the change motivation, is to be more choosy in how you speak. So how, what percentage of what you say is negative and what is positive. Mm -hmm. So actually record yourself and play it back. We're so busy taking selfies, why don't we take one that counts? Mm -hmm. So why do you want to change? You want to change to have more energy, to be more positive. So the second stage is you want to look at how you've responded to any kind of change attempt in the past. Yeah. So if you are somebody that tends to have really big ideas mm -hmm. and by January 15th you're no longer going to the gym, then what you need to look at, right, the kind of person you are, Typical, yeah. right, do you need to break it down. So don't have, I'm going to lose 50 pounds and then I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. How about you just put your gym clothes on? That's the first change. Every morning. It's so simple. Right? Yeah. And then once you start meeting with success, then you have what's part of the foundation, which is a sense of self-esteem, self-efficacy, that you can actually do it. You want to rush to the next stage. Yeah. But for that first week, all you're doing is putting your gym clothes on. You can actually put one back, put your gym clothes out the night before. But if it's so easy, why do people resist change so much? Because they're afraid. They're afraid to embrace it? They're afraid of being helpless, to be uncomfortable, to be, to be in the unknown. And I, I really like the concept. You, you mentioned how important that is. Can you, can you tell me a little about why it's important to be in an uncomfortable situation sometimes? Absolutely. So it's important to be in an uncomfortable situation. For example, back to, back to the gym, you, do, you don't build muscle by lifting the same five pound weight over and over again. Mm -hmm. You have to go to a 10 pound weight. You have to actually break down the muscle fibers mm -hmm. to build them back up. So if you are, if it's easy, then you're not getting anywhere. You're, it's, for example, if you want to run, you're not going to run the same 1K for the rest of your life. You're going to actually add to it. Mm -hmm. So the reason that it's hard is it's because you're actually breaking down the old to get to the new. And when it, if you start to reinterpret the difficult side of change, when it, when it gets uncomfortable and see it as I'm actually getting somewhere, mm -hmm. up until then, you're just doing the same old, same old, and why bother trying something new anyway? So you just need to reinterpret it. So it has to be uncomfortable because it's a sign that you're breaking it down. Mm -hmm. So you'd have to research this a little bit further, but I heard that when butterflies become butterflies in the process, respecting the process, <laughs> that, uh, that when the caterpillars first start to have wings, they start to pick it off because it's foreign to them. Mm -hmm. And if we stopped at that stage in our lives, we'd never become the butterfly. And you said uh, something that I found super powerful. I wrote it down. When your demons come up to the light, that's when your angel soars. Yeah. Can you elaborate on that? I, I honestly, like when you said it, I kind of got shivers. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> it, it's that we actually keep ourselves small. Mm. And that's our demon. So we, we can only, our demons are something that happened in the past. Maybe it's a really bad breakup that you went through. Mm -hmm. So you never want to commit to another relationship because you're afraid of being hurt. Yeah. That's your demon. That you are not willing to you know, move from your hometown to another town because you want to you know, be in a comfort zone. Mm -hmm. So all these things are actually guiding your life, the demons below your surface, yeah. and your light doesn't shine because you're actually smaller than you could be. So once you sh shine the light on your demons, you realize it's, it's so small. 
Yeah. And it's it's nothing. And then your angel soars because that's your spirit. That's like your true. That's like you can literally see the shift in somebody when they go from be, being worried about change to realizing that it's something that will get them to the next level. Mm -hmm. Their aura changes. There's something about them that just shifts. Mm -hmm. And and so when the angel soars, the whole idea that your your potential, your untapped potential, that you're almost afraid of, yeah. it's there and, and it's incredible. You followed that thought though with like the whole taking off it's not always an upward trajectory no you know success isn't always just up it's, it's a winding road absolutely and the interesting thing about the winding road mm. if you look back on your life and you think of all the most incredible things that have happened to you they were never planned mm. they were on the winding road right. that if you actually got to a to b you'd be wherever you want to be you'd already be there but you would have missed out on everything along the way so that's why a big part of transformational change yeah. is acknowledging the choice that on each step of the way there's another way of looking at it but it's also understanding that it's going to be exhausting it's oh, going to yeah. be it's going to be grueling yeah uh, and and then uh, finding meaning in your process absolutely is is really how you how you push forward. So when on your website, mm -hmm. when I wrote down what does respecting the process mean to me, yeah, it's the idea that the process is so much bigger than who we are. The process is that road. The the process is the sky. The process is you know, our destiny yeah. and that you have to respect the fact that what you think mm -hmm. the process is and what you think the end result is for you is so small yeah, compared to what it becomes. So that's, and so it's uncomfortable. So what concerns me in the media, in the classrooms, you know, in homes, and even as we, everybody shared in the presentation mm -hmm. is that we spend so much time talking about stress, fear, yeah. you know negativity all those things when in fact we have to accept that that's a part of life and that that if you're experiencing it you twist it around and realize that it's for a reason there's two kinds of stress i mean there's stress that you are losing your home god forbid your child has some kind of illness mm -hmm. that um you know some you're in war in sudan whatever it is and then there's the stress mm -hmm. of being in school to get a diploma a degree that's yeah. going to enrich your life so if in under those contexts, celebrate it. There's good debt and there's bad debt. There's good stress and there's bad stress. And and the idea of a challenge just being a new experience. Yeah. Ah, oh, that is yeah. I love that. So it opens you up because I always ask this question. Yeah. Do you get bored easily? No, not personally, not really. Well, that's good then. <laughs> <laughs> but you must be more type B. But you find things to do. Right? Yeah, yeah. So you actually invite challenge into your life. So that's why you don't get bored easily. Well, I, honestly, on, on a personal level, I think that I'm... Because like when I look back on the things that I've done, it's always been weird and like there's no pattern. And I think I'm kind of drawn to, to, to weird, unique, strange things. Which is amazing, okay? You're out of the box. You're the one percent, and and so in fact, you'll you will do better with change than most people because of that, because you're willing to step back and say well, there must be a meaning in this change. That, for example, if you're on your way to work and you get stopped at a red light and you have two ways of looking at it being upset it's a red light or that the red light is saving you from an accident that is a mile away. So that's why be okay with the, be uncomfortable or be okay with the discomfort.
because it's actually preparing you for something greater. Back to the angel. It's literally when, when the demons and all of that that are happening below the surface, really um, a metaphor for our baggage, mm -hmm. that it's what builds our wings. It's celebrating the small things. Absolutely. Oh. So back to the mindfulness, it's that you step back to look at the, at the process of mm. your life. It's so huge. Like, what is this? It's one day. Oh. And then, so when you step back, you're re-inspired. Yeah that you're okay with the challenge because you actually signed up for it. And it's interesting that you said, you were talking about the now a lot. Yeah. Uh, there was a podcast, a few podcasts ago, uh, just called now. And I talked oh. to a girl who really, uh, she really dug the, the concept of, you know, the past is, you know, the thing that created now, like the future is the thing that you're working for now. You know, it's, it's just such True. a wonderful moment. It is, it is, because there is no future. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's just, yeah. <laughs> you're, it, in, you're in the line of work, because when you're in the right place, Adam, because when you are intrigued and you're, you're inspired by stories, I mean, this is your work, you're, you're so open and so willing to learn. You haven't sort of set in stone where you're, you're going to be. And so you're open to the challenge. I mean, it's awesome. I That's know. really, and, and oh. you're like, this is just life. Yeah. And, and see, what I was saying earlier about the stress is we got to stop talking about stress. Yeah. we got to stop talking about people being stressed out. Mm -hmm. Stress is a fact of life. And really, what good stress and bad stress. So stress is part of change, and that's why people resist it, because yeah. it's uncomfortable. But relabel it. It's not uncomfortable. You're in the process of growing, but thriving, changing. How do you commit to a choice? You commit to a choice moment by moment. So, uh, so what that means is that you may have an idea for yourself. Mm -hmm. So you want to graduate. You want to become a paramedic. You mm -hmm. want to become a journalist. You want to become an HR. But along the way, you take a course and you realize, oh my God, I jump out of bed. I would read this like on a holiday. So you commit to something, but you have to be open along the way. So that's what I'm saying moment by moment. Be willing to realize you don't know everything. You don't know everything about yourself, that your idea of what you have for your future is small compared to what the universe has in store for you. Mm -hmm. So I'm not sure if that answers the question. I don't know if that was a question. <laughs> I, I, I just, just, just rambling. I was wondering if we, we could end on on uh, kind of an education note because sure. you are you are a doctor and you do uh, you do amazing work. But could you tell me a little about how people can compound the effects of stress to uh, kind of embrace their process and and really uh, flourish in what they do? The first step would be expect it. Hmm. Who told you that it was going to be easy? If you're going after something that's challenging, mm -hmm. then it means that you'll have to struggle along the way. So the first is to accept it. The second is to reframe it. So you feel helpless in this situation. How can you feel more grounded? So what can you do to be more comfortable? So maybe it's not achieving the goal. Maybe you have to take a step back. And it's, it sounds simple, but the basic side of yourself, a good night's sleep, a home-cooked meal, a good movie. Mm -hmm. And then finally, in terms of thriving under pressure, I would say that they have to learn how to release what's not under their control. That most of what causes people to be stressed out, myself included, is trying to control <coughs> things that are way outside. Mm -hmm. So for example, you just finished you know, three years of school. It was your dream. You had an in internship that wasn't paid for. You don't have any money, and you're going to have to move back home. Are you going to spend all your time arguing with the universe and that anybody will listen that that 
internship should have been paid mm -hmm. or are you going to let it go, mm -hmm. move back to whatever your hometown is and be open to the possibility that's where you're supposed to end up. I know, I know that you've, uh, you've already told me what respecting the process means to you, but can you tell me one more time? It gives me, gives me the shivers. Sure. I, first of all, thank you very much for this interview and for being involved in something very big, Adam. I don't think you have any idea where this is headed, which is good to be open. <laughs> so for me, respecting the process in my own life and then in all the people that I'm blessed enough to meet is to realize that the process is so much bigger than I am. It is, it is our destiny. It is, it is the hundred years if we're ever that lucky to live on this earth. And that whatever we're experiencing, good or bad, is just you know, a day in the life. And that we need to really pay attention to where we are. And when we get stressed out and overwhelmed and are going through a lot of changes, take a step back and, and realize that there's so many forces that work greater than we are, which is the process. And when we respect the process, everything just falls into place. It does, it sounds simple, but you just need to let go of what you don't have control over and be inspired by the process.